Hey, you guys, welcome back to Block Channel. We're back again, and this time it didn't take four months to get another episode out. Uh, we're back for episode 81. And I'm glad to have you guys back here. Um, we're going to continue these you know, nice low-level discussions about kind of where the, the greater D-Web is going. You know, we just had a conversation with Alex Smith, one of my friends, mentors, uh, you know, close like uh, business and technical partners about HandyHost uh, and, you know, the different slew of interoperable protocols that, you know, are helping to build this new stack um, that ultimately the, the new internet is going to be defined upon. And so to con continue that cadence, we got a great guest for you today. Uh, and we'll, we'll get back to him in a moment. But of course, I've got my most loyal co-host, D who was able to slip in here before he goes out to do his other adult duties later on this evening. So we're going to squeeze this in and have a nice quick chat. Uh, D, want to introduce yourself to the audience for number 81? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's been a long time since I've been on one of the Block Channel episodes, but it's good to be back. I had It's been so long, I had to stretch. I had to stretch before I got on here, Mac. <laughs> All right, well, hopefully you're nice and limber to have a good conversation here. And like I said, we're we're cutting straight to the point here this week so we can get back to educate you guys. But this is this this episode is no different uh, as far as goodness. So we got Jordan Coach, I believe is how I pronounce his last name, um, uh, on the show today um, from a project called HNS Chat. And you either heard of it, or you haven't heard of it. But if you're in the if you're in the handshake community, you definitely have. Uh, it's a really awesome application of handshake naming and you know asynchronous discussions. Uh, and so we were like, all right, this is going to be a pivotal piece for how the greater D-Web community can sort of interface and speak to each other. So let's have on the man himself. And um, Jordan is also a recipient of many handy grants, which are kind of like the little micro grants that I give out amongst like the Handshake D-Web community too. It's kind of like a hackathon, right? Celebrate and to help expedite, um, you know, those that are building interesting novel, proof of concepts, uh, um, protocol, you know, improvement proposals, uh, different standards that might emerge on Handshake. And you just be like, hey, you know what? That's an excellent idea. Take this money and get out there and make it real. And, uh, and Jordan's one of those people and he's in, he is an incredible developer. He's, he's a really nice guy to talk to. Uh, yeah, we can consider him a, a digital buddy of mine. So um, Jordan, uh, could you do the audience a favor and just tell us just a little bit about who you are. You don't have to go into great detail. You know, you can you can retain as much privacy as you want necessary. But like, like, who are you as a person? As far as like how your interest got you here into crypto? All right. Um, so I guess I've been developing stuff since I was maybe 12, 13 or so. Um, just random stuff. I got into IRC at a pretty young age and started making all kinds of bots, and then progressed into making clients and stuff. So that's been like where most of my hobby development has been in IRC. Um, I guess um, that's, that's really it. Besides, besides that, I mean, any other development I've done is like business oriented development, web development, and, um, little apps and stuff like that. So yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So, so you would say that you kind of came in here as like a, just a natural progression of like your skill set and, like where do you, where did you see an opportunity for you to like insert yourself into the space? Um, like how'd you find handshake? Oh, okay, so for handshake, yeah. So for handshake, um, I guess um, Andrew Lee 
um, for private internet access. He was the founder of Handshake, and he also owns uh, the Freenode IRC network, which I am a uh, operator on. So throughout many mumble conversations with him and the other staff, he was always talking about Handshake this, Handshake that. And I figured, what the hell is this Handshake thing? Let me look into it. And uh, I loved it the second I saw it. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. So let's go ahead and uh, and jump into kind of the core of like what it is like you're working on. So I got to talk to D a little bit about what you were working on, and he immediately had some questions and wanted to understand like the the reasoning behind it. But in your own words, can you tell us about how you came about like wanting to build HNS Chat? And uh, you know, it, it's grown substantially. A lot of great features. I I use it, uh, you know, almost on a daily basis to see what the handshake community is like chatting about. And it's a great application of like top level domains. So give us an idea of like where this mind baby of yours was birthed from uh, and kind of like how we got here. Yes, so it was actually uh, Johnny Wu that gave me the idea. Uh, when I first, you know, got into all like the handshake discords, uh, I of course ended up in the, the name shape, uh, uh, name base one and um, started talking to Johnny and I was thinking like, what could I do to help the community? And he threw a couple ideas out there. And one of them was, you know, a chat where you use your handshake name to chat. And I was like, okay, I mean, I've made many chat related things in my development career. So uh, naturally that's what I uh, went to. And uh, about a week later I had a pretty fully featured proof of concept and uh it's just been evolving since there can, can you can you talk to us about kind of what are the what are the core features of hns chat like kind of what makes it interesting to someone in the community and kind of yeah just talk talk maybe a little bit about the utility of it i think the main thing is just that it's awesome that you don't have to have a login no username and password um everything is just either like DNS-based authentication or, um, you know, signing a message with the Bob extension. Um, that, so that's pretty cool. Um, it's got end-to-end -end encryption for PMs, which uh, was a highly requested thing. So I figured I'd add that. Um, at this point now, anybody that has, you know, HIP2 support, you can send um, Handshake to people directly. Uh, through you know the Bob extension, but through HNS Chat, and it'll send a nice little message along with the the payment being sent with a link to track the transaction and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean that's like the biggest things that it's got right now. Um, I, I, the channels are another thing. Um, so, so we would say that like HNS Chat is a you know asynchronous like chat platform that is utilizing the native features of Handshake to you know, remove a lot of the friction that might normally go in with something like this. You know, for instance, you know, we have Slack, you've got like your one fixed line in with like Slack, but then you use that to sign into all these other different channels. And then those are all like aggregated together. And, you know, you, you've got this whole, uh, I guess, mess of different like communication channels that you need to keep track of. But kind of HNS chat is this sort of like all in one solution where like your TLD is like your login. Like we use that to like always authenticate you into the platform, you know, your, your stage, you're signing there. I can verify that you are the right user um, of that, yeah. which is very similar to 
if any of uh, our audience is familiar with like Freenode and IRC, right? You get you get your name on IRC, you claim that, right? But there is no there is no greater verification that you are who you are, right? It's not like a social network. There is no social confirmation. I'm not posting pictures. I'm not posting videos. I am just this digital alphanumeric string of letters and numbers that you become friends with in this, you know, black of you know. <laughs> black with white text background you know like chat page and yeah i think that's what's cool about like handshake though like compared to like just irc with like you know making a nick serve account or something i I don't know it's just it it makes a lot more sense because like the handshake name could be used on way more things than just uh hns chat you know so it's a greater identity (laughs) and so so i so so ferg here if you've seen some prior episodes he is like our textbook uh, Joe Everyman, that who though he has deep uh, experience in the crypto space, he's the one that can ask the good question where it's like, okay, but what does this mean for me? So D, I'm gonna hand yeah. this over to you, and oh, I'm gonna yeah. have you like ask that question. What 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 can you hit him with so we can so we the audience can figure out like you know from a retail also perspective yeah, why man. does this matter? Oh, I'm glad I got tagged into the ring. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. I mean, my very first question off the bat, I'm looking at my phone as we speak. I got eight chat apps. Why do I need another one? Yeah, um, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, I, I don't really know. I, I guess really the handshake aspect of it is at the moment the only unique thing about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't For really answer able that. to like resolve that i am me just by having my tld my top level domain like that's that's a big like hook. Yeah, yeah that's the real that's the real selling point and it, it, not even just uh tlds um it, it'll also work with slds so if you go buy a dot you know sats or dot tex texas or whatever or, uh any other tld um you can use your sld uh, and verify it on there too mm. Nice. Yeah, so I can I can probably help answer this too because like you know I've been there with uh, using HNS Chat in the beginning and you know sliding in you know Jordan's DMs and be like hey man you should totally have this feature, uh, and I, I would say the just as you said Ferg like you you've got all these different chat apps why do you need another well the great thing about it is since Handshake is your authenticated like sign in right and like you can prove that that is you wherever you go. Um, similar to how if you sign in with Twitter, sign in with Facebook through an app, right? It, kind of, it authenticates through them and their API. And they're like, yeah, that's Steven Mackey. Yeah, that's Dimitri. Um, but in this instance, it's like, yeah, this is your canonical floating identity across the entirety of the D-Web. And maybe this will like kind of help you with just like your general like pitch of this to the community too going forward, Jordan, is that like as these more kind of white labels, so to speak, different variations of chat apps come online, then you as a HNS TLD username, SLD, you know, username, you know, person can now access all these different chat apps with this one unified like identifier pointer that that says who you are. And thanks to Handshake, you know, we can always like, you know, like verify that, you know, that that this person and through this chain of identity and trust that this person has always been you. And so if, if we move towards the standard for handshake identifiers, then we can solve a lot of, ironically, uh, uh, the root of a lot of these problems when it comes to these chat apps. Because for instance, right, the reason you have a separate sign in for Slack 
because Slack uses your identifiable information, your data, and all this stuff in order to create this economy of scale and this small garden around Slack. So they have a reason to like raise money, you know, substantiate their valuation, uh, you know, and continue to like, uh, you know, market and sell their different products and, and premium services to their users, uh, which is all well and good, right? Because if you think about it at the end of the day, it's it's like Slack is just this monolithic thing. Discord is this monolithic thing. And the thing that provides value is that community. Well, what's emerging on Handshake is that community, right? And so, you know, the traditional ICANN DNS space has somewhere around like, 1,516 top level domains, right? And you've got to go through this very elongated administrative process in order to get the rights uh, to be able to sell SLDs on the TLDs that, you know, like ICANN manages. And so uh, now we can circumvent a lot of that overhead uh, and we can just say, okay, bring your own identity, right? Uh, B-Y-O-I. Uh, and then with that, that's, that's all your value. That's what you're bringing as a person, right? Into these different platforms. And so now it comes to, I can, all I need to do is focus on the novel services that will retain that user base. So if you go to hns.chat right now in your browser, that'll resolve over traditional DNS. You can verify your TLD, get an SLD off of some of the existing TLDs in their, in their uh, username registry, quote unquote, is kind of how I call it. Uh, and then, you know, you can quickly start chatting with the community. You'll see your channels on the left-hand side. Some of the channels are name-gated, which means that, like, you need to own an SLD on top of that um, TLD in order to get into that chat room. So it's kind of like having a Discord where it's just like, oh, you need an NFT in order to see our DAO community's conversations. Now it's like, okay, I just need to have a username on top of this TLD, and then that makes me a member of this community. Right. And then also, since the TLD is the native channel name as well, now we enter the realm where if I own a TLD, I own a conversational community, but I can also sell and trade that name. Right. So it's so so for the first time you can gift and, and like allow people to acquire and merge communities together that have like become successful versus the Bitcoin podcast, right? You guys got a successful Slack that you guys like talk about all the time. You're like, the biggest thing about Bitcoin podcast is we've got this great community. It's awesome, right? But what if one day you've got these amazing listeners that have you know been listening to you guys for five, 10 years and you guys are like, all right, well, life's calling. I got to get back out there and we don't have time to manage this stuff anymore. Should that community just die out? No. But what if you could, you know, gift you know, the, that, uh, the, the Bitcoin podcast, you know, TLD name to one of these like users, sell it on the decentralized exchange, whatever. The value is the community you've created. And then now somebody can like have access to that. They can keep the community going. They can take it and like, you know, modify it and, you know, add new um, like products and services that allow people to sign in with that TLD. Like kind of for the very first time, like we have a, and it just, it seems so simple. And that's kind of the whole point of the, micro grant thing we get is like small ideas small primitives big potential uh, and so so this this opens up an avenue where uh, if, if, if i'm a community manager in the handshake space um you know for instance like the shake right they they have a newsletter a re, like a educational resource and like a chat channel with bots that post all their newsletter posts to it you know each week as new editions come out da 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 and people love that stuff they love reading it but what if one day the shake got acquired, right? Now someone can sell. Now there's like actual IP that you can sell 
um, and like have someone else acquire in a decentralized manner. Uh, and so like, though Jordan might not realize it as of right now, or might not want to like, be able to effectively communicate that as of right now, because his product is what, like seven, eight weeks old, I think. Uh, the, the, the true advantages here is like the portability of that identity and now the portability of that community. Yeah, I think in, in this case with like HNS chat, um, I don't know, my goal was more to let the community decide what it becomes rather than me. I'm trying to kind of stay as like a, a third party when it comes to it. Like I'll add like the obvious features and stuff like that. But like when it comes to other direction, I'm just adding what people want. And like if people focus on the community aspect, well, I'll go all in on that. If they start talking about, you know, um, payment aspects, then I'll go into that more. It's just kind of building whatever people want, you know? And, and what have what have people wanted so far? Can you give the audience kind of a breakdown of what sort of features you have? So you've got like hip two payments, which is like a, a standard for like, you know, how to how to how to map well known addresses with your actual top level domain. So mm -hmm. if I if I just have Demetric dot Demetric, I can go to a wallet, say Bob wallet, type in dot Demetric. I don't need to know his wallet name. It's just going to send the, uh, the HNS to whatever well known HNS address is associated with that TLD. Right. And so well, now and the cool like, thing with HNS chat though yeah. is like it sends the message along with it too, though. So like normally, yeah, yeah. like you would get it and you wouldn't know where it came from or that it even happened unless you happen to check your wallet. In this case, now you'll get a nice little message saying, "Hey, you got you know a thousand HNS from this person at this time, and this is why." You know, maybe a message along with it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like you're, you know, you get your little, you get your chat app, for instance. You might be, uh, you're on Discord, right? Say you're like a DAO community member. You know, some like you get some ETH, you get some, you know, proposal, whatever. You got to set up a bot and all this stuff to like, you know, ping you and send you a message in the channel and like let you guys know. And it has a little Ether scan address or something like that to it. But now it's just like kind of just like the the native, uh, uh, I guess, activity that like happens through like this like platform. It's kind of like having a beeper getting a text message like on your phone in the environment that you're already spending time on and having conversations so if i want to go send the payment to dimitric boom boom he has an address set up on it i send him a thousand hns he gets a ping message in his channel pops up hey like uh you know steven sent you you know a thousand hns like here's the here's the there's a transaction id and a link to it so you can so you can see it yourself cool right so now so now we it's not quite like having a pop-up notification on your native device. However, it is close enough uh, that you're at least going to like get a message. So it's kind of like getting an asynchronous email, right? That, you know, you've got mail, but you've got money. <laughs> I, um... I think the notifications <laughs> is going to be like the next thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Of like, it, I, you know, part of me wants to just go the Electron route, but at the same time, I want to stay far away from Electron. And then like, same goes for like a mobile app. But I think notifications are going to be a big part that, um, that it's got to have. So what would you say, you know, through building this, you know, cause it's been a very, as you said, like, I, I want the community to tell me what they want, right? I want a thing that the community really appreciates that they feel like they had a part in, you know, bring to fruition. So it, what have you learned as far as like one, cause I know you're kind of newer to the crypto industry, not, not new, new, but new enough. And so like, you know, interfacing with crypto people is like a, a different type of experience. But then, of course, building for them in real time and taking real time feedback is is is, is it even different. So, like, what, maybe I, I what probably I probably got involved in uh, crypto in general, like Bitcoin, probably around the same time that you did. Actually, it was just that uh, 
I, I started mining and then I realized, you know, I had a hundred something Bitcoin and I'm like, well, what do I even do with this? It's worth like $20. Mm -hmm. So I just gave it away to some random person in an IRC channel <laughs> and uh, should have held on to I'm, it because it would have been worth I'm about... I was about to say, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been worth like $8 million at this point if I would have held it, you know, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I kind of, I was a little butthurt and stayed away from crypto for a long time until uh, until now. And, and and Handshake was the first project that like I've seen that it, it has like a real utility to it, you know? It's not just... Uh, it's not just another coin for sending money back and forth, you know? So if you could give the audience or if like you were a developer, like listening to this episode, like geeking out on the idea of like HNS chat and they were like, Hey Jordan, like what, what is a tip that you've learned from like interfacing with the handshake community, the crypto community that if I knew it, you might make my life easier as I build on like my idea. Like what, is there anything that you've kind of picked up where you're just like, mm, I wish I'd have known this, or this is the way this community was going to be ahead of time? Not really. I mean, the whole community has been like super helpful from like the start. Like, um, I, I guess I'm used to like IRC communities for everything and they're toxic, terrible places with terrible people. Uh, <laughs> so I was like amazed that when I jump into like the discords and everybody's like nice it just it didn't make sense to me you know it's it's just not what i expected uh so yeah i mean everybody was super helpful uh getting everything going like for the things that i actually needed help with you could yeah, land no, that's, yourself that's... no you could land yourself in some maxi communities and then you might change your tune just stay away from those I didn't true. realize there were IRC maxis, toxic maximalists. <laughs> Dude, like literally every IRC channel, like uh, like you go onto like uh, like irc.libera.chat. I mean, it's just terrible. Like it's like the cockiest of cocky people that like aren't that great, but they are so full of themselves because like they're an operator in an IRC channel and like they're just shitty people, you know? <laughs> Like I don't know that might that might diss my nerd credential here just a little bit because I have used IRC historically in the past but not necessarily on like a very extreme basis but learning that these types of people exist one doesn't surprise me but does, <laughs> does surprise me all on its own. Uh, I mean I, I was around IRC like literally all day every day like developing multiple IRC clients and bots and stuff like that so I mean I, I guess I saw a lot more IRC than your average person just jumping into a channel to ask a question or something you know and, and, and I know that you're not the main developer of it but while we have you here we can probably just speak to it momentarily just to give it a plug um your HS hub I know you worked with Terrence uh, on that. Terrence is awesome. I gave him a handy grant as well recently. Probably another great person I'd like to have on the show just to like, you know, uh, pick his mind a little bit for the audience. Um, but can you can you just speak very, very briefly a bit about like HS Hub and maybe how you've utilized uh, that service through HNS Chat? Yeah, well, uh, Terrence is awesome. Um, I've known him for a couple of years now. Um, he He did the whole like, dns side of everything i know nothing about running dns servers and stuff like that i mean at this point now i know a little bit more but um yeah he set up all that end of it then what i did was like the actual um interface like the whole web end and then interfacing with the the dns setup like making a little a api to kind of convert uh, like a web api into the uh command line tool for adding 
zones and records and all that. So, um, um, yeah, HS Hub is pretty cool. Um, it, it's pretty basic, though. There's not much to it. And I, at this point now, it's open source, so I, I guess anybody could check out how it all works and all that. Awesome, yeah. And so, like, kind of the general sell here um, for HS Hub, just, like, for the audience, it's like, okay, Handshake is, like, the root here, right? So, like, as a, as a, as from a blockchain perspective, you, you know, enter a Vickery auction with your HNS asset in order to buy a name from the chain. You have the name from the chain and then you get your entry space into the Urkel tree, um, which is like, you know, the custom built like tree structure for Handshake and you get 512 bytes. And with that, it's a referral zone, right? Just like, you know, just like a, a like the ICANN route. So there's a fixed type of records that you can, you can place in there. In this case, an NS record, a, a TXT record. Uh, and then, so then that chain of trust extends outward from the root, right? And so I have a handshake name. I can only put in an NS record or a TXT record. I can't, I can't commit an A record or uh, directly onto the chain. Uh, in, in, a, in an earlier iteration of handshake around like testnet one, actually you could, you could put the A records there um, and, uh, and, and other record types. Um, but we had a gentleman come on uh, Mike Dam, um, who is it core DNS, I think, was either one of the creators of that or one of the core contributors of that. Uh, and uh, Mike Dam, you know, he hit me, he hit me up, we were talking in the chat. And I was like, you know what, like, this is all amazing information. And I'm glad I'm learning about this. But JJ is going to be the one to like, kind of like tell about like how this architecture would be and he would like, you know, take it from there. And so, so Boima was, was nice enough to introduce Mike to JJ, which is a whole, you got to go down this chain of trust to get to JJ. <laughs> and so, so JJ, you know, had a conversation with him and Mike was like, all right, cool. So we're just going to make it referral only. We're going to make it these types of records. Cool. So from a name server perspective, that is where you're going to put your A records and your other record types, right? The C name records, yada, yada, yada. So as a community, um, one of the things that we could do easily early on was to make it so that someone wouldn't have to run their own name server, right? To pin the yeah, which is such a hassle. Just... <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And it's not fun. It's not sexy. So you know, it's like okay, well, I, I want ultimate simplicity. So HS Hub was like, cool. Let's kind of be like a really, really bare bones Cloudflare-like service where you sign up into it. You can put your record on the server. It's also open source, so anyone can run their own version of this HS Hub. And then now, you know, anyone can be their own little baby cloud player. That's cool, right? And so now we get rid of the overhead of like, you know, needing to run these name servers, um, which is again, another pain from the traditional like web two environment that by open sourcing it and like ha having the root problem at least solved, um, that's the only real thing you need to worry about. So when you're somebody like Jordan, we're like, well, I want to build some cool shit on TLDs and SLDs. And if I can utilize HS Hub here, I don't need to worry about all this backend infrastructure stuff, right? I don't need to be Cloudflare. I just need to just be HNS chat. And, and that's kind of like where all this stuff's going, right? These things are all loosely coupled from one another. They're substitutable, they're open source, right? They're, it, they're, they're simple, right? And, and because it's open source, it's auditable. So, so you don't have to just put your blind trust into Cloudflare, like of what they're doing in the backend with all your, you know, all your information on top of like your records and et cetera. And so it's a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, it's like these types of core infrastructure and tools that, you know, gonna allow these technologies to proliferate easier because we're removing more and more barriers to entry. 
Um, but you know, before we go any further into this, uh, Dimitri, do you have any other questions about HNS chat? Any any intellectual jabs? Any comparisons that you might want to draw? No, no, I was actually kind of playing around with it while we were talking. It, it looks it looks really neat. And I could see that I could definitely see ultimately the answer to my question earlier was, you know, the chat app gives you access to whoever's chatting in that app. Right. I mean, I, I didn't get Discord until I absolutely needed to. I didn't get WhatsApp. I didn't get Telegram until I absolutely needed to. So I can definitely see the value in HNS chat if I want to be, you know, intertwined in what's going on with Handshake. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. And, and, and that's the. And that's the general idea that we were just trying to derive from like today's episode, right? Like Jordan can come and come from zero to one, come into like a nice, loving, kind community where it's just like, sure, you're, you're sharp, you're smart. Like you've got some great ideas, like build it. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's many other people like Jordan that are building really interesting platforms and services that I hope to have on the show over the next few like weeks and months. Um, but Jordan, before like we get out of here, uh, you know, is there anything that you would want to leave the audience with? Is was there anything that you would want to plug? Any services or anything like that, or anything upcoming that you maybe want to tell the audience about? No, I don't really have anything else right now. I mean, I've been trying to play around with the ideas of some other small handshake-related things, but uh, nothing I've actually like started seriously building or anything yet. Um, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. As uh, as H and S chat like continues to to grow and like get adoption, because you know I uh y- y- there's a there's a there's a stats page as well. So if you go to h and s dot chat slash stats, you know you can see the number of users, the number of uh you know ongoing conversations, and you know it's 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 seen some very like healthy growth over the past like few weeks. So you know uh, since. Instead of making a, an official Handshake community Discord, which is kind of hard to quote unquote officiate anything in Handshake, given it's a decentralized project, right? This is a great example of all of Handshake is decentralized because if you own a TLD and you have a large enough, you know, clout and or like community basis or influential basis behind you, folks will come, right? And they'll come and hang out and chat with you about what you have working on and like, you know, what you're building. And that's like really exciting. Um, so, Jordan, thank Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing this with your project. Uh, and I look forward to seeing what other features and everything that you can shift uh, over the next few like weeks and months as Handshake continues to grow this year. So yeah, definitely uh, thank you for your intellectual ability to come on board and to like be a very kind person uh, who's like great at like taking feedback from the community, which I think is very important. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me on.